two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. Uh, all right. Um... Do you see yourself ever putting on a YouTube video of a fireplace? No. No? It's uh, so. it's nice once in a while. I mean, I did it one time. Um, just, you know, that thing where you think you have to have a TV show on in the background, throw a fireplace on YouTube, you know, and then you're doing your thing on your device over on the couch. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's if it has a place in the in the modern home or not. But I'd say it it could pop around occasionally. Are you doing that to like set a romantic uh, kind of ambiance, or are you just no. doing that for your own personal self? Yeah, not not a romantic angle. Although I I wouldn't hesitate. But no, that has not been the cause, reason, or occasion for that. But good idea maybe but no just uh thank you yeah yeah just uh just hanging like we obviously don't have a fireplace fireplaces are the original tv so it only stands to reason put a fire on a tv best of both worlds that doesn't quite follow suit or check out however you'd say that um but the original tv maybe there's more poetry there than i would have thought the original tv on the current tv it's a meeting of history repeating itself Right, I see what you're saying. I like the crackling sound of a fire. Do they get you that's the on YouTube there. videos? They deliver on that. Yep, okay. they deliver. Yep. It's a what? What are you missing then? Because the smoky smell is not going to be there. But some people don't like that. The heat when you get up close, but that was only some of it anyway. And I think, and don't quote me on this. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, TVs are actually quite warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of those mind things, and maybe it is some of the heat of the TV, you're right. But I think it's one of those mind things where like, oh, I'm looking at the TV. Like, I am starting to feel a little warm just because of the, the tricks our brains play. Like, oh, I, I, being sick was brought up around me. Now my brain's going to make me sick. Of course, yeah. So similarly, I'm looking at this. My body, the, to- the other times my body has been looking at this, it has happened to be warm. Oh, Pavlov. Right, good old Pavlov. Pavy the love man. Yeah. The love machine. He probably had a couple love-based nicknames. Yeah, I think. Or maybe it just, uh, we're pronouncing it totally wrong. Like these foreign scientists, foreign is the wrong word. Scientists who are from other countries. Who are foreign. Who later graduate to become foreign. (laughs) Uh, After years of studying. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah they're, they're, we're just probably saying all their names wrong like did you know it was actually oinstein <laughs> oh nice i did not yeah i bet we easily are botching it though like it probably is Einstein. Yeah, it probably is. You know? Einstein. Right. It's not Einstein. There's no way. Right. Einstein. And 
It's probably Einstein, yeah. And then Pavlov, right. So um, you're saying he's probably had a bunch of love-based nicknames, but I don't know. Not if his name was like Pavlov, which... Oh, oh but that lo- still kind of sounds like love, though. Right, the love machine. Oh, the loaves and fishes, the Jesus story. Yep. Yeah, they, they kept calling him Jesus. Right. Pavy the Jeez man. Um, yeah. Pav love, right, because to us it's love, to them love and that's a darker sounding thing right our love we perk up love they they're a little bit uh darker on the uptake with that i think right but then again if you ask them how they pronounce love they'd probably say love <laughs> so right and it honestly looks quite a bit like love in their defense that's true you know you guys uh put an e on the end you expect me not to say love i don't i don't i do not know if i know how to do a german accent Leichtensteig is all we got. Yeah. Is Pavlov German? Does that seem that seems like it could be Austrian or German, right? Oh, love or Russian, right? Like so and so off. Ibanoff. Ibanoff. Right. Right. Uh Ibanoff. Martina yeah. Navratilova. Right. Okay. Oh, there's yeah. an A on the end of that one. That could have been No, that's it's got a little bit Martina's got a little Italian to it. Navratilova might be a few two mountains in the middle of that word to be all Italian, huh? I think Na- Navratilova is also going to be, you know, Russian or Eastern European. But don't you know what I mean about Ma- Martina Navratilova? Yeah, you know? my nephew Martina. She was uh, my nephew Christopher. <laughs> you know, Tony Soprano talking to a Martina. <laughs> yeah. Got Martina, you know. Um... Yeah, Martina, I think, can swing any which way you want it to. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that Navratilova is, is uh, you know, Hispanic or Italian or whatever other Martina you want to. Right. That's true. And the only thing I'm going with Italian-wise in the last name, I guess, is the, the vowel ending. But I think a lot of folks are doing that. Navratilova. No. Right. I don't think so. Yeah, that one's... Okay. Good. But yeah, to in our... In our defense, uh, scientists were from a lot of places other than name names we've heard a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, the scientists that we just take for granted saying, uh, pronouncing their names however we damn well please, they're just out there saying not only their own names, but the names of their countries as completely different. Like, <laughs> the German Germans aren't even calling Germany Germany. <laughs> oh right is it deutschland yeah i think so yeah that's hilarious they're like okay yeah we'll we'll say that around these fucking idiots who just have to rename stuff to like feel powerful oh the nickname thing right i'm there it is i'm trying to be powerful with with nicknames and there, that's the yep. first time i've really had it in front of me yeah that's good i'm glad we uh i'm glad i set up this entire podcast to just bring you <laughs> to this moment where we could uh have this intervention. Oh, man, I'm America. Pete's whole family, come on out. On the <laughs> yeah, You've they're been all trying holding to steel power. <laughs> they're all holding German flags. <laughs> 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 yeah, some right. weird creep. They're all creepily chanting Deutschland. <laughs> right. Germany has always been right about everything they've ever done. Oh my God. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, big elaborate, big elaborate lessons though. I'm I'm all in favor, and uh, 
Right, because the the nickname it can be half love, but it also has it's deeply rooted in national incorrect pride, huh? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Right. Deutschland, perfectly fine country. No, no, no. Germany. And they probably Germany. thought it sounded wimpy or something. Uh, I guess other countries do it about us, too. What else is out is... there for us? And not us, like I'm, I'm from anywhere. I don't think anybody's really from anywhere, particularly. Um, you don't think anybody's from anywhere in particular? <laughs> no, but you know, like I'm from somewhere, like in the end, I don't care that much. And like, yes, I happen to be born here, but like, I'm from, I, I, you know, I don't feel any connection to that particularly. I right. mean, some local stuff's fun. Yeah, I grew up in Baltimore City. Like, we can talk about where we're from. But, like, big group national, I don't know. I think that's that's going away. We don't need that, right? That's such an example of your privilege to not need to care about where you're from. Oh, that's right, man. I'd love to learn a lesson. Please keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I just was trying to think of the way in which it was wrong to feel that okay. way. Okay. Yeah. No, let's examine it because there, that's very possible. I have blind spots all over the place. So let's, okay, so... The fact, ah, you don't need you don't need national pride. Yeah, point of privilege because I got to know that my family was from Ireland. So who cares where I'm from? Some people don't have that luxury of that because that was stolen from them. Not only that, but you don't have to rely on you don't have to identify with your roots to find strength because the world already gives you everything that you need. So right. you don't have to you know, search back to your past to find mm-hmm. strength or find other, pull things, other things from your identity. Look at that. So. Yep. Wow. Okay. Good to know. So easy, easy for you to say, oh, I'm here. I, I, I live in one big global world. I don't care which country I'm from, but right. yeah. Well, try it on for size being someone else. There it is. Thank you, man. Yes. And I will try no to be better about that. That's really nice. Okay. Good. I, I've, I have something specific to work on. Love to, <laughs> love to land on those. Big learning moments. You're never done learning. Or, or are you? Is there a cutoff point? Are you ever done learning? It's just such a point of privilege for you to ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're right about that too. Tell me why. <laughs> Even just to ask the question, are you ever done learning, assumes that the world has handed you the ability to learn. No, I, oh, I can't, man. Keep, I can't keep going with that one. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think good. What, what should there be after every after every question you say, or every so often you you think back and you analyze and you say, hmm, did I did I attack this uh, this point of view with any biases biases maybe the arch biases? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, did I approach this the correct way and let, and examine our be- behavior examining stops like uh, you know a drunk driving stop. Hey, hey, folks, what have you been talking about for the last hour? Okay, did you think about it from this side? Okay, have a wonderful day. And have the cops, yeah, stop you at gunpoint and ask you that. (laughs) (laughs) No, my God. Yeah, just a drive-by enlightening, you know, or a drive-by, you know, second pair of eyes. Right, drive-by second pair of eyes that it looks like it's people with guns running by, but it, you know, outcomes really nice. Hey, make sure you look at it from a few different ways. Yep. That's good. Yeah, but still people running with guns. Shoot you anyway, yeah. (laughs) Right. 
Oh, okay. A quick one, a quick shot on the arm. You'll, you'll, you'll live. You'll be okay. You won't even lose range of motion, but yeah, that gets your attention. And then the message comes. And is there a, is there a place in where, where we go when we get injured, where our brain is like hyper-focused because we're trying to survive? What if it was determined that that's the best time to study? So you take a big, a, a, a shot to the arm. You're going to live. You're going to be fine. But boy, you don't know that in the moment. And that's a really good time to take in information because you're hyper aware and in this mode that you can't get to with just trying to study. Yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, it sort of it reminds me of the uh, the idea that I feel like I've uh, run by you before of uh, there's a little kid at and, uh, you know, whenever I've gone to Niagara Falls, I'm always just keeping a close watchful eye hoping that a kid comes really close to falling off of Niagara Falls mm -hmm. so that I can uh you know dive and save them and then uh tell them to become you know something funny uh ah. you know after because that moment is going to stick with them for the rest of their life so I have the the few seconds right after I save their life to shape that person to be, you know, something great or something just goofy and fun, you know, start a food truck, whatever I want to, uh, you know, encourage them to do right after that moment. Right. Fall over Niagara Falls, do something. <laughs> <laughs> Go over Niagara Falls in a barrel. That's what I, after, after saving them from. And you uh, have a barrel with you. <laughs> <laughs> Right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That really stuck with me when you said that. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> stuck with me for the 10 seconds it took for me to decide whether to do it. <laughs> Boy, you really shaped me. <laughs> yeah, but it is, I do think you're right, though. That there are there, Your brain can get into certain, like, modes, hyper... Uh, you know, responsive or, or really write memories. It's based on the nature of the events that are going on around you. Right. A new age kind of tutoring where they shoot you and then show you all the information on the page and it's burned into your head. Right. Yeah. They just hire <laughs> actors to like, uh, you, you hire, you hire like two actors. One guy is, uh, uh, you know, one, one guy's, guy's guy shoots you. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy shoots that guy. <laughs> I was thinking more like, all right, it's this it's like a homeless guy that you run into on the street, and then um and then somebody comes to rob you and then, and you don't give the, maybe you don't help out the homeless guy. And then somebody comes to rob you. The homeless guy dives in, saves your life. And, uh, and you know, then uh, takes the bullet for you and he dies on the street while you're trying to save his life. And then as he's dying, he <laughs> recites the entire periodic table of the elements to you so that you can, uh, you can memorize the periodic table. Uh, you're like, that was last week's test. Oh, sorry. <laughs> as he's bleeding out. 
No, it's still good to know. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Or maybe, or no, maybe, okay. So if he does recite the wrong week, it depends on how how long he's got. You might be able to, he might be in a state there where he's even more ready to learn learn a new one. And he could, like, in a superhuman way, take in, oh, right, it was this week. He might be able to get it even faster in the state he's now in because he's even more hyper-aware, more trying to survive. Right. Oh, you mean once he realizes, uh, once the person realizes, oh, man, this guy, not only did he, is he dying and he saved my life and he did all of that just to teach me the periodic table of the elements, but I already learned the periodic table of the elements. So on top of that, he's wasting. So now anything he teaches him at that point, he's going to remember. So if he teaches him... The War of 1812, whatever, that's going to, he's going to remember that until the day that, uh, you know, he decides to become a teacher himself and winds up getting killed in the line of duty. (laughs) 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 Right. These are, these are teachers now. (laughs) (laughs) Winds up getting a job at the gun store that sells them to all these people. (laughs) No, man, no, no, guns, tough, but, um. It's interesting to examine what's right, newer, safer ways to be as injured as guns, but not not with the gun the gun way. I've been saying that for a long time. They they the uh, non lethal yeah uh, gun machine market is just ridiculous that that's not out there. Right. What does it do? It just throws, you know, ties up. You know what's really underused? I feel like. A rope with uh, two things on either side, like rocks on either side, and it just goes and like wraps around. Right. Just wrap wrap people's limbs up. Exactly. Or, or those uh, nice cartoon net guns where they just shoot a net out at you and it, it right. uh, nets you up. Right. Let's assess the situation. You know, kill somebody. Are you kidding me? No. Not at Something all. Something no. that, yeah, we need to see what's up first. Throw a net around people. Throw a net around them shoot some like little thing at him that you know what i mean that just pierces through their skin or yeah comes out the other side i guess right very safely (laughs) (laughs) uh like sound guns i feel like they you know you always see those again on movies you can't just blast somebody with a big sound gun that right knocks them over and hurts their ears my ears are hurt Okay, I'm sorry, man. I had to come over and assess the situation. I am really sorry. Here's some money to go to the doctors and make sure your ears are still working. Yeah. But I just had to come over and see what was going on. I did it because I thought maybe I could help you guys. Like, I didn't want you to do something you regret. You know, this is all. Sorry about your ears. Tell you what. Here you go. Just give it to him. You shoot it at me. Even Steven, you know. Oh, there you go. Right. Who even cares at that point? You're just shooting sound at each other. So, yeah. I, I apologize. I shouldn't. I, I misread the situation. <laughs> you seem like a nice enough guy here. I want you to shoot me with the sound gun. Here, I have a test to study for. Will you shoot me first with the sound gun <laughs> and then with this real gun and then recite the periodic table? Oh, that was last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Teachers. Modern day teachers. Modern day teachers. Right. Um, all actors. Cow. All saving your life. 
gun to your head, what's another new age teaching technique that, you know, is outside the box. It's going to be thought of as ridiculous for 30 years, but it's going to be genius because we're going to uncover some level to our brain that we never knew could memorize so well. I think absolutely porn education. Okay. Uh, Cause I feel there's people out on the internet who pay money for porn. So that's insane, right? Yeah. Already just the idea that, that people are willing to do that. So if people are willing to do that, then maybe normal people are willing to learn Be in the porn. And, oh yeah. I mean, with the amount of people that are in porn, it, every normal person is in porn. I just don't think there's enough people out there to uh there's just too many different people doing porn so everybody's in a porn right i mean whether they like it or not yes yeah i mean whether they know it or not too right the Um, whole world's being filmed that that's gonna be a nice you know you turn all the different ages learn different stuff that could be a nice one oh we've been filming everything yeah but i mean i think you you just sort of like uh is it Veronica Vaughn that's one nice uh, piece of ace? Is that? That is correct. Okay, yeah. Uh, that is correct is the exact, you know. Oh, wow. Great, great, Look at great that. choice of language. That's What's exactly that? What Poetry I'm... in motion? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, art imitating poetry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think you do porn that's like that. People have to learn something, take a quiz, and then you get to see more of the porn. It's a whole oh, educate. Yeah. It's a whole education platform, platform. Oh, and, there you uh, go. It's just built around, uh, yeah, teaching kids whatever, teach them history, art, history, history of, of art. porn, <laughs> yeah, history of porn. Uh, and if you watch this, you can then watch new porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's all old nineteen twenties porn. <laughs> Oh, this is terrible. Yes, but you're going to learn about it, and then you're going to be able to watch the good new porn that you want to watch. Right. And then, what happens then? Then they get into the old stuff after a while. Yeah, I think if you if you stumbled into some really old porn, I think give yourself a few hours, and you're you're some kind of weird fetish all the way into really old porn. Oh, you become a reenactor. I think <laughs> reenactor. You know. One of those guys who just like basically, it's you, it's hard to even call it reenacting. Just like dr- chooses to dress that way. Right. Yeah, you get together. It's like uh, like LARPing almost. Okay, right. Yeah, get we'll get together, together and pretend your... we're there. You go. That's nice. It's you know, and when you break down all those, at the root of it, sports can in in I can get to where sports is the dorkiest of all. We're wearing the clothes of the guys. They're these playing these made up games. I can be talked into it. Yeah, I think crossover it, to you there. You think no sports are obviously the coolest, or you think there's an argument to be made? I think baseball could always be on the chopping block, and baseball could always be, uh, you know, be made a fool of if you wanted to take a take a few steps back and look at it. Hmm. I think that's outfits probably fair. outfits are ridiculous. So many of you guys out there doing this, yeah everybody's just the the whole the whole thing is is uh silliness it's a at least like basketball soccer the simplicity of the games 
is makes it a lot less like guy was just making up rules left and right, you know, and then it's right. just ad- adults playing this wacky, you know, goofy game. But yeah, honestly, you're right. Baseball and a regular Catholic mass have a similar like are this. We're still doing this like this. Who who fooled us? What what fools? Who's making a fool of us for still being here? Right, and like the cockiness of the umpire with when they're calling balls and strikes and stuff. You guys, you don't know how silly this all is. Like you guys are just. And I baseball is great. Keep up the good work. I'm just. But also, please realize how silly it is. Yes, the umpires making noise back there are the singing parts of the priest. Oh yeah. Yep. For him with him and him in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the breakout and song in both. Um, any other similarities? The umpire is the priest. Yeah, we just did that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the baseball players are the, oh, the baseball players are the parishioners. There you go. Baseball players are the parishioners, okay. Yeah. And the uh the crowd is the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The vendors are the Archbishop. <laughs> Archbishop Curley, Archbishop Spaulding, Archbishop Romero, Archbishop of Canterbury. Oh, an Archbishop musical. Archie the Bee Man. Archie the Bee Man. Yeah, so archbishops, they really want to become cardinals, or, or is it the other way around? Make me a cardinal. I was one jump ahead of the bread line. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the order is there. I think cardinal is above archbishop. Yeah, because I think archbishops, you'd, you'd hear, oh, the archbishop's coming. And then it was just a priest would show up in the, the white collar and the black outfit. You're like, oh, where's his, like, you know... Social security. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where's his uh, security detail? You know, like just some priest guy? The Archbishop. Okay. Yeah. I guess you don't have a lot of flair with that name. I remember thinking that. Um, Cardinal, I think, has a, a squad and, you know, a hat. Okay. Yeah. Is that the, is that the first hat job? <laughs> <laughs> Hattie the job, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to say that's where you get into the hats, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, when you get the hat and you get like a security detail of some kind, that's, that's you think the two go to hand in hand? Hat I hand. think so. I, I Yeah, right, because the archbishop was on TV one time, and I remember it was just a priest. It's like, oh. I see. Well. Right, he doesn't have any, doesn't appear to have any powers or anything like that. Right. He can't talk to, like him putting his hands together and pretending to pray is no better than me doing that. Yeah. Cause I just, cause I also happened to own one of those outfits and that was the only thing separating the two of us in that moment for me. Yeah. That and that, you know, nah, that wouldn't have been nice. I was just going to say meet a bit. No, God, everybody do exactly as they please that, that you run into trouble with that as a motto though. You need to be more specific. Everybody do as they please without hurting anybody and without, um lying lying for the worse of humanity going forward okay you just made yourself a cardinal my friend you just made <laughs> yeah 
your hat, the Cardinals, shoot a Cardinal and have them memorize the periodic table. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, do not do anything to anybody. Ah, that's a good one. There you go. Don't do anything to anybody. <laughs> Even if you like them and it's nice. Because then you're going to, yeah, there is always an argument for that because then you're just going to set their life on a different path. What if that, yeah, man, it's more of a risk than we think just doing anything. Like, oh, just go meet somebody you've never met. Okay, the one thing you said to them is going to cause them to get in a car accident next Tuesday. Yeah, but the one thing you said to them might also cause them to not get into a car accident that they would have otherwise gone into. (laughs) That's true, man. I don't know. Is that like the the known question of the universe already? We're not breaking any ground there, right? I don't think so, no. I don't think we've broken ground one on the whole podcast. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. But man, how there should be a way to determine that, like, or would we would just drive ourselves crazy if we try to trace back anything like, oh, it was this thing specifically and then blame people like after the fact, just some some quote accident happens. Well, let's think back. What really why was he there at that exact moment? Oh, his right. phone says he talked to this guy. All right. Well, is there that service where we can just listen to what the conversation was? The guy told him to do it. His fault. Yeah, I think it's nice to be able to. uh go back and blame people for things that is, <laughs> that is nice but uh, yeah but i also think yeah yeah as you know nobody had a choice in the matter nobody has free will and um you know in general it, you know uh, the universe is deterministic and every everything had to happen exactly the way it happened unfortunately but everything happens for a reason is not correct right no absolutely yeah. not there's, I mean, unless fact, you want to say the reason is that, uh, you know, the universe is set up in the way that it is. That's the reason. But it's not a good reason. Or, or, <laughs> oh, right. There you go. There's an amendment to that one. We, Yeah, we've broken a few grounds with amending a few old sayings, though. Okay, yeah. Don't give us no credit. Sorry. Don't yeah, give us no credit. No. Literally, don't <laughs> give us no credit. Yeah. Boy, language is, language is tricky. Is that why they say Americans the hardest? Or, I mean, English? That's why, yeah. It's that thing with the uh, credit. (laughs) (laughs) Right, free credit report. It's what we're famous for. All right. (sighs) I am uh, Pancho Villa over here. Pancho Villa. I think we've, we've landed on the Ponch Man a few times. (laughs) <laughs> yeah not a few times once the punch man okay. though i'm always down to say hello just to yeah, re- I... re-guess who he was Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah he's just the lone ranger sidekick a good friend of the podcast you know you always got to bring back your old your old pal poncho via right uh, lone ranger or unrelated unrelated i don't think i mean i don't know very much about about uh Ponchi the V-Man via. Uh, I do think he was a Mexican general, of, of, you know, involved in the Mexican Revolution. Okay. And I don't know that we've ever talked about him. That's very possible. They're, yeah. Maybe we just talked about ponchos, like the, the type of jacket. Oh, yeah. And is that where that came from? Because I think they or also Bob hail via? from a similar region. Bob Vila, that's what it is. Okay. I was, I was saying Bob Villa. Um, oh. Yeah. 
ponchos are definitely Mexican in origin, I think. Okay. You know how they all wear those ponchos? Right. It's funny because ponchos are just those nice uh, circular jackets with the hole near the head. But then ponchos really became synonymous with like just piece of shit plastic you throw on while it's raining at a sporting event. That's true. Yeah. But it is the same type of, uh, you know, article of clothing. You know, it's got the same shape to it. Oh, do the, uh, I didn't want to say that the, uh, the Mexican version had hoods. Yeah. Some of the Mexican versions have hoods, I think. Okay. But even if somebody added a hood to a, what's otherwise known as a poncho, uh, I think you can still call that a poncho. What are you supposed to give right. it a whole new name now? They didn't give hoodies. They called them hooded sweatshirts. They're not like, well, actually, well, hoodie's a whole new word. So eventually it, eventually it gets there. There you go. It needs some, what, evolution? I mean, they were calling them just sweatshirts for years, and then somebody just popularized hoodie as a term, and then they started calling them hoodies. But, you know, they used to just be sweatshirts. Right. Ho- right. Even hoodies were sweatshirts, right? Hooded sweatshirts, maybe, but sweatshirt, right. The sweatshirt, yeah. Right. So Pancho yeah. Villa, <laughs> inventor, probably indirectly, indirect and non-credited inventor of the sweatshirt. Yes. What's the prequel yeah. to the inventor, right? The guy who inspired him. Maybe you just get some executive producer credits. Right. The muse or the, uh, right, the inspiration for. Right. Okay. So... Are you paying your inspirations enough out there, everybody? Right. Look long and hard at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. And ask yourself that one question. Right. Which guy was Pancho Villa? <laughs> right. So songwriter gets world famous off uh, writing about this one muse of his. She goes off to live a life of poverty. He makes it big. Buy our house. Yeah. Well, well, what if it's like uh, the Maroon 5 guy, though, where he's writing, he gets famous writing songs about how she, like, ruined his life or whatever, or how much he, you know, was struggling to please her in bed. Oh, right. Was I capturing the message of all of his songs correctly on that album? I felt like it was pretty, felt like he was kind of airing himself out there. Oh, really? What, what, like, what's an example uh i let me just think this love is taking its toll on me <laughs> oh yeah okay taking its you toll. say goodbye so many times before right so she just keeps leaving him right my heart is breaking in front of me uh i had no choice because i won't say it yeah i mean she keeps like, i hit you i <laughs> hit you and i'm upset you know he just airs himself out really badly that would not be fun <laughs> There's some one one of those songs is a uh, oh yeah it's also still that same song where he's like so hard to keep her satisfied you know whatever that uh, keep her coming every night keep her coming every night so hard to keep her sad you know it's he's he's airing out that the uh, struggles you know and the struggles real I'm sure but oh, uh, in a very Justin Timberlake Britney Spears way that's not nice Adam oh is that not nice to him okay but I, I guess what nice I'm saying just- is. <laughs> to copy his style like that no <laughs> what i'm wondering is does he have to pay that gal because he obviously didn't it didn't turn out very well for him with her it doesn't sound like and so 
that was his muse. Like he kind of hit it big writing songs about her and their botched up relationship. So now I'm wondering, okay, does he owe her a bunch of money? Because she did inspire him, but not in any kind of good way. Right. I think that's a place, talk about a good look inside. And I think you'd look over and you say, how's she doing? If it's not well, you set up something where she receives, you pay your fancy lawyer to set up something where she receives an anonymous uh, thing from a publisher's clearinghouse or a dead relative or something. And you, you just say, yep, somebody, somebody left you $2 million. Um, and yeah, you keep accidentally blowing it and keep accidentally texting her and you blow it eventually. But, um, I think initially texting her at, yeah. How's that $2 million treating? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Just program your phone to text that once a week. (laughs) Um, no, but yeah, maybe something like that where, you know, you don't, you're not shoving it down anybody's throat by putting your name on the check, but you're saying good came to you um, through some unkind songs by me. But is that unkind? I never said your name. Um, yeah, but on top of that, though, I mean, like, what if, you know, sometimes the, uh, as Chimney Butte once said, you have to, you have to, you know, go down to the depths of the darkness sometimes. And sometimes it Mm. takes somebody mistreating you to send you there. In a way, that's still a muse, right? The person who, uh, you know, let's say Goodbye Earl by the Dixie Chicks. I I, I don't know if that's about a real fella or not, but uh, if it was about a real fella, uh, you certainly don't want to be paying him any royalties. Doesn't seem like <laughs> yeah. too nice of a guy. That's a great point. Or the guy from uh, Carrie Underwood's song. What's that? What song is that? I dug the key into the side of his pretty little souped-up four-wheel drive. You know? Oh, carved my name into his leather seat, though. <laughs> You're airing his name out there. Oh, you don't say what the name was, though. But that's also like violence. No, you may not say that. Uh, uh, You destroyed the property. Oh, you know what? If he, if he, if he abused you, do we have justice? I think uh, somebody abuses you, and then you use you carve a name into their property is not. That's not really a fair trade. No, I think everything's fine. Wait, wait. It's not a fair trade in that you, of course, uh, getting a name car. Actually, getting your name car, that's actually like a service. That's you're doing somebody yeah. a favor. <laughs> exactly, yeah. What was the name? <laughs> wait, what, what name would you put? Oh, the woman who he cheated with. There you go. Oh. I have not heard the song, so I'm, I, I don't get what you're saying. Are you saying <laughs> she sings part of, part of a song of hers is that she, her talking about how she carved some name into his car. Oh, yeah. Carved my name into his leather seat, I think. Carved my name into his leather seat. Took a Louisville slugger to both headlights. Uh, Popped a hole in all four tires. Maybe next next time he'll think before he cheats. Okay. Well, if you're going to break up with him, put some other, like, put some, you don't want your name on his car. That's a weird one. Yeah, carve carving your name. For, can you? I don't even know how you carve into a seat, but 
she cut her name with a knife, I guess, in into right. his leather seat. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, yeah, I I think, uh, nah, cheating on her was okay. I think based on, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, right. I don't know that she's that's based on a famous relationship. Whereas, <laughs> to bring up Justin Timberlake, I guess. Crimea River was very publicly about um, uh, Britney Spears. So that was like, hey, dude, that's not nice. Um, you know, she caught a lot of shit for that. I didn't, I didn't quite catch that. Yeah, so why why was that not nice? Um, because I think people, like, went after her, like, or something. Or he he controlled the narrative or something where, like, and he was always saying it in interviews, like, yo, like, yeah, fuck her, she's crazy or something. I don't know. He wasn't as nice as he should have uh, been. Um, maybe it was like a form of uh, not being as nice as you should be. But I don't know if he's like, I don't think he committed any crimes, but like, hey, dude, she like suffered from some of the shit you said. Kind of deep. I see, I see. But she did cheat on him with Wade Boggs, right? Oh, really? <laughs> Wade Boggs, nice. Wade uh, Robson. Oh, Wayne Robson. Oh, wait, was Wade- he one of the michael jackson guys yeah he sure was yeah oh wow michael jackson himself yeah jacko yeah uh yeah so she she which jackman's little brother (laughs) (laughs) i think kind of maybe that's a little embarrassing for justin timberlake to uh get cheated on by uh britney with with yeah with wadey the bug (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right. Well, hey, look, when you look back and you take apart what happened, most things do end up pretty fair. Is that the lesson? No, that might maybe not. <laughs> a lot of lot of uh incorrect things have happened, I'd say. Yeah, I think it's tough to to really uh care very much about what happened to any of the three of those people just cuz they're doing I think they they've all been okay. Um but no, I mean, of course, I care about everybody, and uh, you know, except them. <laughs> Brit- Brittany, it sounds like had a rougher go. So yeah, of course, I. Regardless of exactly who did what to whom, I think uh, we can all agree that it sounds like Brittany. Uh, you know, people should have should have been nicer in that whole thing to her. Yeah, and she, maybe maybe uh, the Rob man had the worst of any of it. Um, oh, in this uh, situation, yeah. yeah. But of yeah. the two, Justin and Brittany, uh, Justin, we'd like to see you, see you be a little nicer next time, and that would be a, a a belief in reincarnation would be really helpful here because you'd be like, all right, we're still getting better. Justin apologized, and when he comes back, he's going to be better next time around. And like these things will, if you can only hope that somebody will learn something this time and come back better. That's true. Reincarnation seems like a fine thing, especially because, you know, it'd be fun to be able to fly. So if you do, at least like if you do a shitty job, uh, you know, maybe you come back as like a a hawk or or as a guy who knows how to fly. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you must have been an asshole in your previous life. (laughs) Yeah, that's. All the assholes come back as being able to fly, the greatest <laughs> honor. That would be the ultimate, the the not fair. Talk, you know, you think you learned lessons the first time. 
get this, all the fucking pieces of shit comes b- come back being able to fly. What a fucking <laughs> joke. Yeah, that's the ni- that's a nice life lesson, though. That is the way life is. Right. Damn in it. a lot of ways. And then all the good people just have heavier feet. Yeah. Heavier feet. But I think that... Uh, but I think in they the end, can fly, too. <laughs> <laughs> in the end, they're going to be happier. Right. Because ha- as we fly. Right. They can fly it's in spite of their heavy feet, you know, which is... <laughs> Even more of an accomplishment. <laughs> oh, right. So not only can they fly, they have a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. That is, how about the sense of accomplishment with regard to certain things we claim or for other reasons? Yeah, how about that? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sense of accomplishment over the actual thing? Or is that... Um, that that's a big power move. You're, you're like an asshole, uh, guy who gives nicknames with that kind of stuff. It's a sense of accomplishment. I'm not, I'm not sure. What do you <laughs> <laughs> like? Uh, oh, okay. A clean house is nice, but okay, the sense yeah. of accomplishment for doing it is what is, uh, causing my smile ultimately. What's the difference? Ah, when you're faced, down the barrel of a loaded gun what's the difference if you're a cop or a criminal (laughs) (laughs) you know Uh, i see what you're saying i think that was from the departed who's who's holding the gun though right that's that that is one of those like life questions like right who's who's going to be holding the gun when it's my time god or jesus (laughs) yeah god or satan (laughs) <laughs> if you're not asking yourself that question you're not even <laughs> really thinking yeah all. that's that's what heaven is you get up there and um you either get shot by god or jesus <laughs> that's good <laughs> who, who would you prefer if you had to be shot by either god or jesus who, who would you go um with? i'd go with god bigger honor like oh really I, yeah you go jesus no, I would also go God. Yeah, like I would think, oh, God, right, what is that? The the, the boss took time to, to deal with me. It's one of those like selfish child thoughts. Like I screamed and cried until somebody paid attention. So and ah. I got God to pay attention. I was just picturing a bigger gun so it hurt less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, God, bigger gun makes sense. Jesus, right? Would have a pistol that jammed. Yeah, get you, Jesus has just got a regular old, probably like, you know, one of those guns from a hundred BC or whatever, and then uh, that's gonna just get infected, and you're gonna, it's gonna take four days to kill me. Right. The God, the God gun is ten feet wide. Whatever. I don't know how big God is. What I don't know what he walks around <laughs> at. Uh, <laughs> weight wise but he keeps accidentally shooting jesus (laughs) (laughs) whoa sorry (laughs) (laughs) that causes jesus to shoot him back (laughs) (laughs) yeah annoyed shootouts between god and jesus (laughs) 
<laughs> that's when you first get to heaven, right? You just wait for them to be done bickering to them until they can deal with you. Man. And they're just arguing over who gets to shoot you. <laughs> Come on, let me, you know, you got that big gun over there. Yeah, well, your thing jams, and sometimes people take four days to die. Yeah, I know which one of those was which. That's good. <laughs> God versus Jesus for all the marbles. Who you got? Uh, I got God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Who you got? <laughs> yeah. I take God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus was right. He's not as powerful, right? God sent Jesus to begin with, His only begotten Son, that whoso believeth believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, does any does the Bible ever mention anything about something being torn asunder, or is that something else? Ah, oh, torn asunder. It was such a sunder, I'll never buy grimness from a moil. It's so chewy. <laughs> it's what we're 